following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. You're listening to the Toonami Faithful Podcast, episode 179, Big Boom. The last regular Toonami lineup of 2015 kicks off with the penultimate episode of Intruder 2. The Toonami Faithful Podcast starts now. Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Founder of ToonamiFaithful.com, Paul Muscrillo. And... ASMRI, Derail Medics. And... It's Caboose Jr. Sneaking in. You know, the guy that we call when nobody else is around. Where did no, no, you hide no, no. Jim, Caboose? Where did <laughs> you hide Jim? Oh. You mean, the, you mean the guy that Darrell wants to steal his wall? He's in my wall. Yeah, I'm gonna steal this wall, man. That's still up for. That's not even up for negotiation. That is <laughs> happening. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be intimidated by Darrell. That's right. <laughs> Darrellial <okay>. threats. <laughs> that, that's probably that probably is criminal threats right there. So. No, criminal threats is like Caboose. I'm gonna put a gun to your head and steal your wall while you watch. Whoa, whoa, jeez. I wouldn't do that. No, You're going to steal this Toonami watch, too? Yeah. Might as oh, well go for the... Uh... No, 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 no. I'm stealing his watch. No, no dude. watch? <laughs> dude, you might as well go for the gusto. My bro. room might as well be just a freaking Toonami swag pawn shop. It is. <laughs> dude, I'm going to steal you, too. <laughs> right. Going to put you in a nice display case. You might get water and dinner scraps every once in a while. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So he gets... He Here gets we have the Toonami fan in his natural habitat. <laughs> this is the rare and reclusive Caboose Jr. Watches the Caboose crosses the living room. What? He's going... Living room? I don't even go that far. <laughs> you know he spends all this time in his bedroom. Wait, wait, wait. I got more. Look at him edit that Toonami video. It's crazy. <laughs> his skills, they are so mad. <laughs> It's funny because I have cinnamon rolls in front of me. Dude, Ready I got this oh. tomorrow. Dude, you know what? I got cinnamon rolls too. Because oh, I'm taking you... yours. What kind of people <laughs> keep food in their room? Caboose would, man. He's a freaking hikikomori. Well, it's mostly because my brother, because he'll he'll he'll, That's he'll fair. snatch that. That's fair. If uh, if you if you're not on good terms with the other people in your household and you leave food around anywhere but your room, you're asking for trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It didn't stop my one friend, my buddy Max. He came over one day. It was Easter, and he just, you know, we were playing Halo, and he just starts going into my Easter basket, eating all my chocolate. What? What? <laughs> yeah. what? Unfriend him? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on, dude. What are you doing with a freaking Easter basket, man? It was Easter. You're too old for an Easter basket. No, you're never too old for an Easter basket. You're never too old for jelly beans and chocolate. No, you're not, but an Easter basket, really? Yes. No, I'm fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get into the, let's get into this, man. I'm tired of this. I'm wearing a Santa hat right now. Hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> Why am I not so festive? I'm festive. Well, Caboose Claus, how about you get me some dang on swag then? <laughs> if you're a good boy. Well, that boy. ain't gonna happen. <laughs> well, uh, look here. You know, I'll take the cold, man. I can use it for some kind of fuel. Well, here we go. We had the penultimate episode of The Intruder 2. 
this oh, week. And, uh, yeah, stuff happened. So let's get into it. Big boom. Intruder 2, episode 6. When the last we left Tom, he was flying over to the intruder ship in order to do something. And the intruder was hanging out in the bridge of the Absolution, kind of taunting Tom the whole time. Well, Tom makes it over to that ship just fine. He wanders through it and finds that pretty much everything is in pretty bad shape. Uh, Almost nothing works except for the reactor and the escape pods. And that's all Tom needed to know. He proceeds to overload the reactor and blow up both ships while escaping in one of the escape pods. This, uh, however, knocks him out. So he's kind of floating through space, or at least rocketing through space. Unconscious? <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. But the intruder got got, that's for sure. Because, uh, yeah, you don't you intend to survive a nuclear explosion. Yeah. Just, just saying. Unless you're a cockroach. <laughs> Unless you're in a vault. Exactly. Or Wolverine. Yeah. Well, that... I honestly didn't expect this to get this far into the story by this episode. I, I thought, like, the, the big boom would have happened in episode 7, and then we would have, you know, tied things up after that. So it's kind of interesting that they've already gotten to that point. Uh, what are your thoughts, Caboose? Well, I really... Based on, like, the pacing between this and the first intruder, the pacing in this has got is tremendously better. Yes. Like, it... Like, in, in my opinion, they just, like... The first intruder was just slapped together just to kill off Tom and you know, get a new host in, and that was it. They they didn't really worry too much on the story aspect of it as much as they did this time around, and I, I'm i really happy that uh, hmm. it's exactly what I've been hoping for. I bet you have. Hmm. Now, I, I gotta be honest, I, I felt like that ending for... The intruder was kind of a letdown. Uh, yeah, he's more than likely totally dead, and he got his for, you know, for what he did to Sarah and Tom Four and whoever else. But uh, I guess this is probably just because they don't have the budget to do it. But yeah. I would have yeah. would have yeah. liked some kind of more epic showdown. I, I know hurry. Paul over there is probably disappointed that there was no giant mech suit. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Nope. No, no know. giant mech suit. I, well, okay, first of all, I was partially right here. The Absolution did blow up, but... Yeah, but you didn't, didn't think he'd blow up both ships. Oh, no, I didn't think he was going to be like, you know what? Fuck all of you. <laughs> blow up everything. And for anybody that's out there going, well, if he can use the weapons, why can't he use the shields? Uh, Tom Truder, that is. Um, he didn't expect Tom to blow up the other ship. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I, think the shields would have sufficed. 
I mean, I, I think I, I thought that maybe Tom Truder might be just like floating in space after that. Like I thought like that would, you know, there would be something left of him, but oh, great. According he's radioactive. You got to remember, uh, Tom Truder EMP'd the ship. So the shields could have right. been put still regardless. Yeah. So I doubt they could have gotten him back online. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I was kind of expecting him to still be alive somehow. Because, you know, if they were to do another immersion event and do, like, Intruder 3 or something, like, you would think that you would want him to be alive. But maybe they're just like, no, nope, die. <laughs> nope. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I liked it. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I think there's some Toonami faithful out there, as you said, Sketch, that are disappointed. But, I mean, this whole as, – as a whole, this whole Intruder immersion event, Intruder 2 has been – Oh, yeah, the the whole thing overall has been amazing. Exactly. So, I mean, I have no complaints. I have have really no complaints. I mean, I was joking about this, but are we going to see another Tom show up and pick up this Tom? I don't know, man. At this point, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, it's definitely in the air. I mean, I'm kind of like just sitting here scratching my head going, I mean, intelligently – if I was writing this story, I could see Tom 3.5 showing up in the other absolution because we've, as Caboose was alluding to before we were on the podcast, you know, there's no storyline saying that Tom 3.5 became five. We assume that, and we assume it even more now that he said the, that the intruder said that he picked up on Tom's transmission. But there again, as you had said to me one time, Sketch, and I'm going to bring this in if you don't mind. We don't know if Tom 4 had a straight-on transmission with Tom 5. We don't know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we assume that that was the transmission that he had with Tom 3.5. We don't know if they had a tra- transmission mm-hmm. with each other. Well, Tom 4 said he was going to contact Tom 5 at the end of the comic. Right. Which was right. a different but he transmission. Didn't, it wasn't... He he didn't say Tom Five. He said the other Tom. So he which Tom did he be talking Tom. about? So yeah. we don't know. And like the the conversation that three point five and four had had nothing to do with the, the intruder at all. Like they're no. like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Right. <laughs> that was a funny story. It's a good guy. Yeah. So I mean, write postcards. I mean, we could be going back to Tom. Not, we're not going to go back to Tom 3.5. Let me put that. Let me let me straighten that out. I, I highly doubt that's going to happen. I mean, at this point, we could see two Toms. I mean, I, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit there and get We've rid of that idea. Already seen two you know? Toms. No, 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 no. I mean, on the same screen, literally. Like, I don't yeah. mean Tom Truder in his mutated form. I'm talking about like Tom 3.5 standing right next to Tom five. Yeah, we may actually happen. see this. And, you know, Tom 3.5 might be like, hey, take my ship. There you go. You know? Maybe. Yeah, but I mean, if, if you're going to go with that, I'd say it's almost as likely that Tom's going to get picked up by Moltar. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that's another possibility out there. But there again, I mean, well, I mean, and, and it's kind of like, I mean, Jason said through this whole thing that, Tsunami's never going to be the same again. Okay, well, that's already happened. We don't have Sarah, and we don't have an absolution. So, 
Well, we don't have a fucking ship for that matter. <laughs> so, now we know we might get a resolution now. So uh, obviously Tom is going to end up at an internet cafe where he will broadcast tonight <laughs> from now on. Which, by the way, I, I don't know if Flow is three. I'm assuming that Jason was joking about this, but don't ever put on your Twitter, Jason, that there's a satellite that Tom has. Because now people are asking this question, and now you got me asking this question. What satellite? Where is this satellite? I want to know about this Why satellite. Why wouldn't he have a satellite? You know, he's nowhere near Earth right now. Right. <laughs> so, of course, he has a satellite. Obviously, he has multiple it's a satellite satellites. From hey, Maybe it's on the dark Pulse side of the moon. Who knows? Corey I mean, said, I don't know if this was joking or not, that it, they would be on Ghost Planet. <laughs> I was thinking about that, too, dude. I literally was thinking about it might be on Ghost Planet. I mean, that's where it all started. Hey, you might get picked up by Space Ghost. Oh, and by the way, we can eliminate the idea of Tom <laughs> of Tom going to Tom Four's lair because... Tom well, Four is dead. No, 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 no. Apparently, Jason answered that on Twitter, but he didn't ask, answer it on his ask. He actually <laughs> said, well... That's probably not around anymore since the intruder's been there. I'm like, oh. Mm, good point. Oh. I'm like, oh, well then. <laughs> so it's uh, just melted now. Maybe, maybe <laughs> even nothing left. Who knows? Bummer. So I, I, I'm going to have to say that we're going to see a ship. I'm going to say that we're going to keep the same Tom. I mean, I, I know people are like, oh, we're going to get a new Tom. The only thing that's wrong with this Tom is he doesn't have an arm. I yeah. think he can replace that very easily. He's a robot, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I don't see Tom 5 going anywhere. I mean, um, again, let me let me just say this. They could have gotten a higher budget, so this could all just be conjecture. You know, they all of a sudden, there's another absolution and Tom waiting to take over. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know at this point, but... We're going to have to wait and see. I, all I know is that this is the first time that I've been watching this where I'm just like, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I yeah. have no fucking yeah, idea. Yeah, we know. We've called a lot of things yeah. along the way, but uh, I think at this point we're we're at a dead end of our speculation. I'm, I'm tapping out. I'm tapped out. I don't mm -hmm. know what to say. <laughs> well yeah. done, Jason. You've, you've succeeded. You've Jeez. succeeded at stumping us. <laughs> Which is something very hard to do, and I probably, well, again, I'm pretty technically sure he stumped us at the beginning because from the very beginning, none of us were like, "This is definitely how Toonami is going to be different for the rest of, however," because we didn't know, we had no idea. Anyway. I mean, like I said, I, I, I had an idea that the Absolution wouldn't survive this, but I mean, I didn't think Sarah was, and I still don't think that Sarah is quote unquote dead, but. You know, right now, I'm kind of just sitting there going, well, first of all, Sarah ain't going to be alive now, <laughs> number one. But number two, I still have that, that image. And I, and I was looking at, you know, when um, Tom Truder walked in to um, where Tom Five had left, and mm -hmm. there's that panel there. I, was, I paused it to see if there was anything that was giving away. That doesn't give shit away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like – can you just – I was wait, I was waiting for it to say transmission to something. Nothing. Like really? <laughs> like are you really going to do this really? So – Keeping us in know. the dark. Just me. Fingers crossed for Absolution Mark II. <laughs> well, I, I honestly got a broadcast from somewhere. 
I, I miss the thing. I miss that thing. I, that was one of my favorite absolutions of all time. I mean, the only other thing I can come up with here, guys, and you'll agree with me, is... No, I won't. Well, you probably... <laughs> whatever. You guys, we, we know now that Toonami Endgame is canon. The only other idea that I have is those guys pick up Tom, and they have a new absolution waiting for him, because they upgraded Tom... Well, they saved Tom 2 and upgraded him to Tom 3, and gave him a new absolution, and gave Sarah a body, pretty much. That'd be a nice callback. So, I mean, it, it would be. Honestly, I don't see them like getting introduced at the final episode. Yeah. I mean, that but would. Then again, there's certainly the possibility taste, that, that whatever yeah, happens it, just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. You, you definitely know, nobody knows. Nobody knows. So that's enough speculating. Well, yes. in, in, until we come across a speculative Toonami Talkback. So, here we go. First Toonami <laughs> Talkback from Frank Full Metal. Tom really brought the heat against the intruder. The bumps were ominous. This episode was epic. Can't wait for the finale. Same here, Frank. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for that intro that... To, that jason spoke about a couple months like about a month or two ago i want to see this long intro that he's going to have because i think that's going to be awesome we're getting a longer intro oh he he said that a longer intro could come after the intruder ah right well so we'll we'll see well all i know is they can't use the same opening for shippuden anymore thank (laughs) you uh, they also can't reuse any of this footage. Yeah, that too. <laughs> That's kind of a waste, huh? <laughs> yeah, we finally get like... to see other parts of the ship. We get to see parts inside of another ship, and uh-huh. none of it will be used ever again. <laughs> well, and, I, and now I think you, I think everybody understands why they didn't show us why we, they didn't show us a lot of the ship because all along they were planning this. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so, our next talk back comes from oh look it's Darrell, and uh, I rather <laughs> I rather enjoy this one. Tom took a page out of Hannibal from A Teams, and blew that shit up. I love when a plan comes together. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, that was probably like one of the best ones. I was like, man, yep, that's an A Team move right there. Yeah. <laughs> This from Phantom Star 64. So Tom pulled a Star Wars with his arm and now did a Star Trek by blowing up both ships. Hmm. Mm. Trying okay. to think. Okay. I'm not going to question it. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I don't think you're the only one here. Tom. I am Tom One. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's it. Well, actually, that's probably Tom, pretty likely. I am you. <laughs> because I skipped leg day. Wait a minute. I don't know. Yeah. Joshua Knighton. Tom is the most awesome hero character with one arm since Edward Elric, and his voice is cooler too. Hashtag shots fired. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And well, Arthur Mesa trans- laments the loss of the ship. No! I was starting to get used to that absolution. Don't worry, Arthur. The way your memory is, man, you'll forget it pretty soon. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, after, especially after we sacrifice you. Got a memory like a steel trap. With the lid open. <laughs> At Jeff Hera 1-1, rest in peace to the Absolution, but also the Clydes that were aboard it. Uh, actually, I don't think there were any Clydes on Tom's ship, so it's all good. Sarah's no, already you. gone. Not anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm pretty sure DeMarco said that there were no Clydes on that ship. No, there were no Clydes. Because well, remember, the first entry of those Clydes were... got sacrificed. No, no I'm, I'm yeah. talking about the last time we saw Clydes was before Tom 5. Wait. Four. Uh-uh. Well, yeah. No, no, no. Um, you remember the Clyde 55s <laughs> from the Xbox? Um, Xbox One, uh, advertisement and whatnot. They they just made a uh ident uh with the Clyde racing down the hall. Remember that? No, no, I remember that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But that was definitely Tom Five. That was Tom Five. But yeah, that was Tom Five. Uh, yeah. Well, even I forget things. <laughs> yeah. That's what I have was... Caboose here for. He serves a purpose. Yeah, but apparently, uh, I guess, like, they didn't really, uh, Jason and the team didn't really like the designs of those Clydes. Oh, sad. So, easy way to burn the bridges. (laughs) (laughs) down. Tom literally burned the bridge this time. Yeah, he did. Well, nuked it. (laughs) Arturelia writes in, that was epic. Now I bet he will have to host the program on that planet. Hmm. That's a theory. Yes, it is. It is a theory, but I I, I don't know. I, I kind of think that it's going to be some kind of absolution, or some kind of ship for that matter. We'll hmm. see. We shall indeed see. At Iron-Blooded Hero, which is Derek's new Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he chose that, but continue. IBO, you dumbass. <laughs> yes, I know, but continue. I do enjoy the computer code language for the Toonami Bumpers. Very creative. I agree. That I, I was well. wondering. I was really wondering what they were going to do with those bumpers after the freaking yeah, ships too. blew up. <laughs> yeah, Brent was telling sense. me that they were quote unquote different. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, certainly were what different. does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean? I actually, my favorite was the disclaimer bumpers. Yeah, those were kind of nice. Like just long text. I like that. Because the other ones were, they were interesting, but they were really hard to read. Right. Whenever there was um, actual, like, did the show cards even have the show titles nope. in them? Okay, nope. I, I didn't think so. But the the later bump had later in it, the, uh, the, the promo bumps had the show's name and the time. Unless I'm blind. Yeah. Well, Maybe. Mm. You didn't think there was anything in the later bump, but... Well, I, I thought it was good. I thought it was going to be, you know, just type it out later, but then it was just all this text, and they hid the word later in the uh, the boxes. Yeah, I'm sure people who were tuning into Toonami for the very first time were very confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. It'll be all right. Why is this loud tapping? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. At Era Dakota... I still believe Sarah's going to return. Who else is going to wake him up 
after the escape pod after that EMP. Tom. <laughs> or Moltar. Who knows? Ponder could, that one. Could could be could could be. And Jeepus and Craig writes in the next episode preview shows us that Tom got blackout drunk and passed out on the DBZ Kai marathon button. Marathon explained. <laughs> Look here, Tom was not drinking with me. Okay, that was not my fault, people. Oh shit. <laughs> we know what happens when people drink with me. I just assume that autopilot for the <laughs> tsunami feed is a Dragon Ball Z marathon, but yeah. that's that's an even better explanation. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that is a better explanation. Back in the that day, that would explain One Piece. That would explain One Piece too. Yeah, yeah, that that would explain one. Well, piece you know, he was typing in some before you know he released those that um you know escape pods. So hey, it could have been for the DBZ kind um One Piece marathon. Yeah, way to go, Tom. Tom, Tom's got our back. He's he's gonna make sure there's a tsunami even if uh, he's unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah, good good job, Tom. Well. It will be interesting to see what happens in the final chapter of Intruder 2. It certainly has been quite the wild ride. And yes, the intruder got got. And that's what you get for what you did to Sarah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it's, it, it still bums me that they won't be able to use any of this footage later. I mean, yeah. like, throughout history all the ties like they they reuse the footage and repurpose them for all the different promos and whatnot and now it's, it's like nope it's, <laughs> can't uh, do anything it's unfortunate we'll probably get something in this next episode that they will use a lot probably. i hope so hopefully it's not as reused as all the tom 3.5 shots <laughs> exactly yeah. how many seconds of footage was that? It's like, it's not even a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, you know, it worked. Yeah. Hopefully they blew out the budget on that. That does it for our Intruder recap. You're definitely going to want to tune in for the final chapter next Saturday. Of course. And now we're going to move on to the news. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. First up on the Toonami News this week, at long last, you've been waiting, you've been asking, quite persistently, and we've been speculating, and we finally know what is going to take Michiko and Hachin's time slot in January. And the show is... Samurai Champloo! Oh, I thought it was going to be Skrillex at Coachella 2011. No, Kaboos, don't you ever mention that again. Go to your corner. Go to your corner. I am in my corner. Well, uh, uh, I... Yep, Jason, you were right. People weren't guessing that before. Until you um, dropped several hints. Yes. yes. Oh, oh, hi. <laughs> yes, yes, Paul, pat yourself on the back. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, well, look, I was just throwing that out there. I didn't even, I didn't even know. Caboose texts me and he's just like, "Well, looks like the new show's gonna be announced tonight." I'm like, "What the f- is he talking about?" So I look on my phone while I'm in the middle of doing money at my job, and I'm like, "Oh, he <laughs> is going to let's do it tonight." So I was just like, "Well, I guess it's it's got to be from Adult Swim action." And if I'm going to say classic and I'm going to say a show they really wanted, I'm just going to say I'm just going to lean towards Samurai Shampoo. And I ended up being right. <laughs> so, well, I guess all right. the, the Tsunami Fable podcast does it again and predicts another show. Yeah, yeah within 10 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> real, real, real last minute. Doesn't matter. Our record still, <laughs> still, it's still perfect so far. <laughs> Our record's well, not perfect. And, and for the and and to be honest, we did actually. If you remember, Darrell, when we first started the podcast, one of the one of the thoughts out there was, okay, we'll bring back some of these Adult Swim action shows. And this was one of the ones that we mentioned, but that was like maybe two, three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, so I mean. So. I mean, uh, which brings me I, to the thought that this is the kind of thing that we would have expected two or three years ago. Three years ago, yes. Yeah, not, definitely not not what I was anticipating. Like I set the bar at a show that hadn't aired on Adult Swim before, and they managed to surprise me yet. Yes, they did. I'm a little torn here. I gotta be honest because. I like this show a lot. I, I would go as far as to say maybe I love it. It's uh, probably tied with Space Dandy for my preferred Watanabe show because I've never been a huge Bebop fan. When they when they got Cowboy Bebop back in HD, they threw it on at like 4 a.m. and that was fine. But this show coming back at 1.30 in a prime premiere slot seems kind of mm, agreed underwhelming agreed yeah i can you know agree with that you know you know I, I, my first thought sketch was i don't see this staying at 11, at, at 130 i don't i don't see it staying there i, I see it being moved to 3 a.m. honestly i mean okay fine it is uncut I guess it's uncut, and it is in HD. So, I mean, that is different, right. but, I mean... It, it may run pretty much uncensored this time, because I think the majority yeah. of the censorship before, uh, I don't think there was much in the way of violent censorship. I think it was pretty much language. And, yeah, it was yeah. language. And uh, now that they can say shit, I don't think hardly anything is going to be censored. Mm-hmm. No, probably not. But we'll but have which, to see. Which makes me sad because they probably aren't going to recreate the record scratch sensor. Which yes, oh my god, and enjoyable. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, they're probably not going to do that again. Oh, but and but you know, I'm guessing that this is kind of good news because that means that maybe they are putting a lot more money into Tom and everything. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see this next Intruder episode, but. Mm-hmm. They you definitely know. blew the budget with Intruder. <laughs> well, they definitely blew. I mean, they blew the budget. Well, you gotta understand, this is a new, this is a new year, so this is a new budget. Yeah. I'm, I'm really banking on the thought that this money. Well, a, we're let's if we're gonna bring this up, we might as well bring up Samurai Jack again. Obviously, 
it probably has something to do with that. I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm very certain that it was Adult Swim Turner footing the bill on Samurai Jack, and it has no effect whatsoever on Toonami's budget. I'm fairly certain of that. What yeah. I am also fairly certain of is, well, Jason actually said they needed a, a affordable show and they needed it quick, and they got Samurai Champloo. So they just went and grabbed one then, basically. Uh, yeah, it was uh, sort of Plan B. <laughs> Probably. Uh, more about that in a moment, but uh, my thought is, no need to bring out the big guns in January. <laughs> They can certainly wait until a comic of kill ends. No, and and that's probably not going to happen until you know we're probably not going to get anything that's a brand new show, meaning English dub or even like in the case of Samurai Jack new episodes. Mm-hmm. You know we're not going to see that until probably at least late February, early March, and we have to keep in perspective here. You know, Jason and Gil went to Japan. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm still banking on the the thought that we Gundam, Gundam. Now, Gundam is actually. I wanted to talk about that because Soul reminded me of something. Uh, what's an anime? I, I'm pretty sure you would probably know this by now. But what's an anime that even Mike Lazo wanted more of, but they couldn't get at the time? Fully Cooly. Hmm. Uh, Production IG point. got the rights to make more Fooly Cooly. I, I thought they were doing just a reboot, though. Well, it's a, gonna... you know, it's a reboot. I mean, there's actually nothing said on whether or not they're even going to do anything with those rights, but it's certainly something to consider as right. for a reason why Jason and Gil would have gone to Japan. I'm just saying it, it's possibly going to be Fooly Cooly. But I'm I'm being wishful that is actually Gundam, you know, IBO also. Hell, who knows? We might get both on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, here's here's my thought process on that. And I, I think we've – I mean, there's not really much more to say about Samurai Champloo. But here here's here's my thought on Gundam real quick. I mean, we're getting bigger voice actors and actresses announced on this show. I'm st- – I mean – Look, I understand. Okay, people are going to be like, well, that doesn't really matter, Paul. But you're going to go and fit the bill for some bigger voice actors and actresses? Oh, dude, it's probably a non-union dub. There hasn't been any union-only people announced for it. Right. But, you know, I I don't know. I I just get get the feeling. I mean, Jeremy Lee. Yeah. I'm putting it out there. I mean, I, 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 I see that and I go... Where are you putting this on? What sh- what are you putting it on a network? Are you putting it on Netflix? Where are you putting this? Because I, I just it, it just says to me there's it, it's got I mean I I just I just can't see Gundam not being a possibility. They went over to Japan. I, I understand. Okay, maybe it is fully coolly, which I think what does disappoint a lot of people. What? But dude, dude, dude you got to understand something. Like a lot of people want Gundam back just as much and you know to to your to your argument of course a lot of people Jason, want Gundam back well but to your argument though Jason and Gil really want to fuck Gundam and I guarantee you that's what they went after now I don't know if they got it I don't know if they I I don't know how far they got we don't know that we don't have any knowledge of that but I guarantee you that it's some that they had to have gone after it at least did they get it 
I'm I'm pretty much hoping that that's one of the big announcements for this year. And if that's that would blow everything out of the water. And I and I, you know what? I wouldn't care if that's the only new show we get for the rest of the year. If we get start getting Gundams on Toonami, we're good. <laughs> we're good. I mean, obviously we need other shows, but I'm saying like Gundam and Samurai Jack in one year, that's just going to blow everybody's minds. Oh yeah. That certainly so- Certainly would make up for them just getting Samurai Champloo on a whim. Exactly. Now, more more Spe- about Samurai Champloo. Because, well, go Sa- ahead. Speaking of Samurai Champloo, I'm kind of hesitant on it, uh, especially with the opening. It'll probably be cut down. Uh, well, yeah, yeah Funimation providing it, I'm pretty sure the opening yeah. will get cut down after the first week. <laughs> I'm scared oh. to see how... Well, they sure didn't oh, do a good job with the it. most recent One Piece opening. Dude, people are gonna people are gonna bitch no matter what, so it doesn't really. Well, of matter. course, no, absolutely, but, but yeah. that doesn't mean that Funimation should yeah. get away with doing a terrible job. But that's so. getting way off topic. So, yeah, right, we, we got Samurai Champloo coming now. Interestingly enough, they wanted a different show, and this makes total sense. They wanted yes. to get a show from the same director as Michiko and Hachin. That director later went on to do the Lupin the Third spin-off series focusing on Fujiko Mine, which, interestingly enough, is a show that would only last them about three months. Now, for a long time, people were thinking that they would never pick up shows that only last that long since Dead Man Wonderland. So right. there's at least indication that, if nothing else... They're willing to make an exception if they really want the show. Unfortunately, and they probably should have known this from the get-go, there was no way they were going to be able to air that show. There's way too much nudity. And we're, we're not talking, like, cartoonish nudity like in Kill a Kill. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're talking about booty butt naked, probably close to the lines of Bible black naked. Uh, I don't know about that per se, but the episodes that I saw, pretty much every one of them, Fujiko got naked. Also, in the uh, opening sequence, Fujiko got naked. I don't, hey, I don't know. Case, I kind of, I kind of feel like maybe they could have gotten away with it if they just censored the nipples, because that seems to be the biggest issue. But uh, shiny nips in me. Jason said it's too many edits. So yeah, so you know, they they tried. They were interested, which gets me thinking. There is a new Lupin series that recently came out in Japan and Italy, and that could be something that they're eyeing if they were interested in a Lupin series. Well, it'd be right. nice to have Lupin back on again, though. Oh, yeah. That's, I definitely think it would be great to have that new Lupin series show up. I mean, I don't know if it's any good, but it's Lupin, so I'm kind of hoping. We'll see. So, Samurai Champloo, great show. Uh, hopefully it does well. Uh, I mean, it's it's certainly in a good time slot. Uh, how well Samurai Champloo did on Adult Swim action has kind of been brought into question. Uh, at one point or another, I seem to recall in a Q&A, Jason or <clears throat> Gill or, or somebody said that Samurai Champloo didn't do as well as they would have liked on Adult Swim action. It initially did very well. It, it had the record for 18 to 34 premiere ratings for an anime when it initially premiered but i i'm guessing that it didn't hold up very long because they held on to bebop they held on to flcl and full metal alchemist i'm not even counting big o and ghost in the shell because those were 
things that they put money towards. But they held on to those three shows and Inuyasha for a really long time, even after they ended. Samurai Champloo was kind of one and done, more or less. They they gave it a couple of reruns while it was still under contract, but they didn't hold on to it. That said, it was a Genion show, and Genion went under, so that may have had something to do with it. But I kind of get the impression that Samurai Champloo started strong and fizzled out after a short time. So they're trying to give it another shot, basically. Yeah, they are. And in all honesty, it might actually do better than it did the first time. I don't think it will necessarily find a wider audience. Like, it, it won't it won't get the level of exposure that it got the first time. Because it's already well exposed. It's available streaming. It's available on home video for years and years and years. But it may, in fact, do better numbers. Yeah. Because will. it's surrounded by a stronger block overall. Not to mention, man, Samurai Champloo was a culmination of both samurai and hip-hop, man. You couldn't get no better than that. The music was great for the series. I mean, music was one of the better aspects of it. Not to mention you got Steve Bloom in there as well, man. It's moving and whatnot. But, it, you know, it just goes along quite well, though. I mean, yes. I mean, I really enjoy Samurai Champloo to the point that I actually own it. I really enjoyed yep. watching it on Adult Swim Action back in the day. I'm just kind of torn because Toonami's only got so much space, so mm-hmm. I was at least hoping for something that we hadn't seen before, because, you know, we already have Dragon Ball Z Kai for that kind of element of a show that's really been around for a long time, but still does the business. That well, said, I am interested to see how this does, because it's it's going to be a good test for... How does a show do on Toonami versus how a show did on Adult Swim Action and what difference that makes? That's a good point. The whole thing is, man, it actually exposes it to the younger Toonami faithful, man. They haven't seen it it before, so Mm -hmm. who knows? It may be a resurgence. Well, hey, well, hell, I like this show. You know, I, I just recently said it was a show that I recommended to young people looking to get into anime. Yeah, it's it's a good beginner anime. Yeah, it's and it's pretty straightforward. And one it's of the reasons really enjoyable. <laughs> pretty straightforward, all right. Yeah, one of the reasons why I even got into it was because of the music. I mean, I dude, I bought the freaking soundtrack because of this. <laughs> I own nice. the soundtrack. Very nice. It is a good soundtrack. Indeed. Very, very good. So I can had, we get into I some had, of those uh, techniques? Mm, yeah, it's it's definitely weird. I definitely had the opening of Samurai Champloo uh, stuck in my head for a couple weeks. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, it sure is. enough, it yes. it means something. <laughs> and with that, it is time for me to make yeah. my exit. You were psychic. Get out. All right, Paul. He's got to go take care of things, so uh, we will carry on without him. Make sure you get that thing done. Yes, I will, sir. Because uh, I know you'll stab me. <laughs> All right. See you guys later. Hi, lady. Hey, lady. Look at the carrots. carrots. Matt Mercer being that guy is just hilarious. Because you're like, that's Matt Mercer? That's Levi? That's the naked guy on Kill a Kill whose name escapes me? <laughs> Ayukiro. Or... Yeah, mi- mi- meets, mi- 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 I don't need much now, dude. Let's just let's just. Let's just Mikisugi, it that's it. Yeah. Miki, oh. Mikisugi, that was. It. Oh, you mean shiny nipple senpai? I mean, yeah, senpai. shiny nipple senpai. Oh. That, that would be the guy. 
Dude man. Gotcha. Dude, dude man. The, <laughs> the man service. That's all you hey, really I... need to know. The man service. One one more thing regarding this is I'll be interested to see how it does because if it doesn't do well, I, they'll just shuffle it later. Not a big deal. But if it does well, it it's going to bode well for the possibility of Outlaw Star, Escaflone, no, other, other classic shows that you, you Toonami would like to play and uh, have a... Nah, probably not Yu Yu. Dude, that, I, trust me, man. I believe that's the one show that is so old that it can still do well, though. I'm sure you you would do I'm, fine, but yeah. it's, it's the matter of adding another epically long show. Yeah. Save on money. Uh, maybe. Maybe just once. Uh, kill it. Don't kill. Over. Don't kill my dream, okay? Don't kill. Just me. slap it in the back. But I, obviously, <laughs> because this has become the year of the samurai, we, we need some Moroni Kenshin up in here. Oh yeah. yeah. A samurai, um, Deeper Kiyo. Hmm. Well, that has not aired on Toonami or Adult Swim, so. Does Media Blast just still have that show? Does some Does somebody have that show? I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember either. But I like the. I just like to mention that one though. <laughs> for for a faint moment, for a very very faint moment, I almost thought what a classic that they that they've never been able to play before. They wanted to play it on Toonami. Is it my dream of Gal Gygar? No. Don't tease me like that. No it, no, it is not. I also was really rooting for Tiger and Bunny. Bunny! Because when they said legal gobbledygook, it's like, oh, well, there's all, all that advertisement stuff. Tiger and Bunny? Tiger and Bunny? Tiger and Bunny? Oh, not Tiger and Bunny. You know that DeMarco can be very cryptic sometimes. He yeah. is the Lich King after all. In, yep. Indeed. Indeed. Most of the people who sent in talkbacks seem fairly positive. Uh, CJ actually took a poll. At the time that I was looking at it, there were 107 votes, 81%, all four, seeing Samurai Champ Blue, 19%, not really into it. Haters. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at the Adult Swim message board. <laughs> oh, trust me, I, I never go Oh, okay, now that's just... Honestly, there's about maybe five people who are complaining constantly on there about it, so it's it's not even that many people, but well, maybe, maybe a little more than five. But uh, even I, I was like, huh, well, I'm underwhelmed. Ha ha! Hey, look, look here. I don't have to like everything that Toonami does. Believe it or not, I don't. <laughs> so this is going to be one of those... And it kind of hurts, because I do really like the show, and I think it's good that another generation gets to see it, but, man, so many other shows, so many other shows, so many shows, Darrell! Well, hey, it leads the, it paves the way for Samurai Jack, sir. I wonder if that was a happy coincidence. (laughs) Look here, they could have brought Samurai Seven back. Uh, you know, people would have had a. You know, you know no, what would have happened then. No, 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 no. Okay. This this move is at least a lot more worthwhile than when they brought Samurai Seven back to television because. Look here, I am a fan of all right, but it's man. Look here, I'm a fan because I enjoyed the show. I like Chambara. We already know that. Yeah. I I didn't watch Samurai Seven. Uh, until it showed up on Toonami. 
Really? Yeah. I'll admit it. Yeah. You know, it was the, when I saw it, I was like, it's the animated version, you know, and it's like, it takes, you know, just not to get off topic, but, you know, it really takes a different direction than the actual, you know, movie of what Akira Kurosawa did. Oh, I would have I to say like. so, considering there were giant robots. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill my heavy right now, Sketch. Don't kill it. <laughs> Let's move on to the talkbacks for this news update. Frank Fullmetal writes in, I would have preferred a new show over Samurai Champloo, but it's great, and I haven't seen it in three years, so I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Well, well so said, Frank. Frank. Well said. Fabian snuck out a tweet somewhere in Darrell's basement. <laughs> to see Samurai Champloo making a return to Adult Swim, this promo was also kick-ass. Yes, Manning, you're going to pay for that. <laughs> it was a good promo. Yes, I was, was. recently rewatching the old Adult Swim action promo, which is unique for sure but i think the toonami one was overall better done it was <laughs> no it was dude there's just no comparison it was better yeah yeah i think so both of them pretty much used footage from only the first episode but the, the first one is it, it really highlighted the unique aspects of the of the soundtrack and such so that was good but I think people would mostly have just been confused by it. And maybe that's what happened. I don't know, mm. I don't know but the Toonami one was you know, straightforward. This is what this is all about. This mm -hmm. is what you can expect. All of this is behind really great music. Go. Yes. Yeah, good, good stuff I'm just there. happy that Jason slapped the music ID in this tweet. Oh, ah. that was nice of him. Yeah. And I am also happy that this show was announced on air before anything else. Yeah, that too. That was a nice change of pace. Uh -huh. And I recognized it from the first moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as soon as it was like, oh, it's Samurai Jet Blue. Okay. Well, <laughs> nope, didn't guess that. Rev up those notes because I'm getting up out of here. Hmm. Soul writes in, I'm pretty sure Champ Lou has been trending since its promo aired, and some people think that no one cares. Yep, it did trend for a long, long time. Yes, it did. And uh, I even looked up the trend, because you know, if something trends, it may not necessarily mean because it's all positive. I didn't see hardly any negative tweets about Samurai Champ Lou when I looked up the hashtag and then even looked up Samurai Champ Lou without the hashtag. So, there you go. Resoundingly positive, for the most part. Hmm. And Inuyasha-san87 writes in, Champloo might be older, but older doesn't make it a bad show. And this gives me hope that Gios might get another chance one day. <laughs> <laughs> no chance! No chance in hell! Oh. I'm sorry, dude, but I just don't see that happening at all. <laughs> if ever. Alright, well, first of all, Sunrise needs to, like, get those materials to Funimation so they can even put it on, you know, DVD, Blu-ray, what have you. Dude, I have it on DVD. Second, second of all, that show did really bad on Adult Swim. Like, notably bad. No questions. And a lot of people would say that was because it was not well promoted or hardly promoted or even promoted at all. And that may be true, but I don't know. I think there's just something about Code Geass that... 
uh, didn't mesh with the Adult Swim audience so much. And honestly, there that seems to be kind of a problem with Mecha in general. Mm, Let well, us not I, forget I how Gurren Lagan performed recently. Kind of disappointing. Uh, Gurren Lagan, it wasn't necessarily a mech. I kind of look at that one more as Tetsujin more than anything, which is you know, uh, giant well, super, robot, but, super robots. But, yeah, but, but you know, the thing was, Kogios wasn't bad in my opinion. It was actually good. But the thing was, you know, everybody wasn't into that type of mech. And then, you know, with mm-hmm. Lelouch, you know, it was good. But, you know, eh, he could have had a little bit more to him. I kind of don't feel like revisiting Code Geass. I enjoyed it the first time that I saw it in Japanese. Dude, <laughs> I, I was no, not a big too. fan of the dub, to be honest. I actually enjoyed the dub, and I actually own it. So yeah. if I want to watch it again... I don't need Tsunami for that. That is true. But that's also true of Samurai Champloo now, isn't it? Yes, it is, sir. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like digging in my cases to find it, man. I never unpacked everything. I'm not going to say that Code Geass has absolutely no chance, because pretty much any show has a chance at this point, but I... The Blue Girl doesn't have a chance, uh, even though I want it. Well, any show except hentai. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Sketch. I had to do it, man. Yeah, of course you did. But yeah, I wouldn't hold your breath on Kogias. Just, yeah. I, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Uh, we've, uh, we've mined that topic well enough, but, uh, since we already brought up Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans before, uh, the voice actors also announced for that Johnny Young Bosch will be voicing Orga, the, uh, other, like, kind of secondary lead male character from uh, the uh, other character was announced and Jeremy Lee will be voicing Kudelia I think that's how you pronounce that yeah you're right Kudelia and uh, she's she's the Relina so to speak <laughs> peace crap that's kind of a terrible comparison because she's way better than Relina <laughs> mm. I have to agree with that one sir Relina's just terrible everybody knows Relina's terrible <laughs> Except for Hero Yui, apparently, because, I don't know, he's into it. Nah. Well, she Somebody has them. to be. <laughs> yeah, more more people are announced for that. So that's definitely moving along quickly. Those those uh, three characters were announced in the in the week since the last podcast. The, those two additional characters on top of the one that we mentioned in the previous podcast. So that's it's definitely moving along, and I really hope that Ben Diskin is cast as Biscuit Griffin. I think yes. that would be fantastic. And uh, let's see, uh, maybe Cassandra Lee Morris is Atra, the 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 cook, the cook girl, the waifu. <laughs> oh, dude, have you seen this? Mini uh, waifu. Oh, I, I have. <laughs> yeah, so you know. <laughs> We we'll talk about that later. I'm yeah. not, gonna, I'm not uh-huh. gonna give any spoilers about that, but you know what I'm you know where I'm going with this, right? I, I know it. I know. I, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So that dub is definitely coming soon, which actually concerns me a little bit because I think it might show up before February when a comic a kill would be ending, and that mm, raise your flag. Yeah, uh, 
with his, as quick as this is going along, I'm not entirely convinced that that's going to show up on Toonami. Sorry. I, I'm hoping. I'm really, really hoping. But I'm, I'm bracing for that not happening. That's, I'm going to leave it at that. And now we are done with the news, and it's time for the Comica Kill recap. Comica Kill, episode 16 Kill the Puppets. Okay, in this episode, we find Night Ray engaging Bull, the pyromaniac, and Kurome, the necromancing cookie monster, along with her puppets. Kurome draws the first attack from her puppet, Destagul. Destagul shoots a powerful beam, and Akami engages Bulls and the puppet bodyguard, Wolf. After a short melee with Kurome and her deceased friend turned puppet, Natala, Tazu fights against Ape Man. Really? A damn Uzuru. Man, all these damn DBZ references. And, of course, Hentar. Oh, man, sounds kind of like Hentai, though, a little bit there. Susanoo fights against Destagool, which is the fossilized Godzilla, like Pokemon type. You know, no, no one knew about that. <laughs> Leone fights against Roku, um, who is apparently in the S&M because he lays a melee of strikes on Leone like she's his sub. Yep. Yet again, more Fifty Shades of Grey with this damn anime. And Mine fights against Doya. During the fight, Leone's left arm is amputated by Karomi while battling Roku. And now Leone is the furious one-armed furry because her price for fighting Roku was an arm. Well, at least she didn't give up a leg this time. <laughs> this forces the agenda to kill Roku herself. Meanwhile, Bo questions Akami and why she joined the Revolutionary Army. And, of course, Akami responds that she chose from her heart. Gotta love that, man. Gotta love that. So much heart. She think it was the right path, and Leone joins Akami as they kill Wole and disable Bo's flamethrower. Oh no, they broke that Imperial arm. What will Bo's do next? Tatsumi is nearly overwhelmed by Ape Man, who is possibly an ancient saint in many form, and Hentar. He is finally assisted in killing them by disguised Chelsea. Kaiser Frog swallows mine while engaging Doya. She manages to kill the frog and escape, to which she says she's ready to kill a bitch. Well... Hey, getting swallowed by a frog that's not Jiraiya's that could absolutely dissolve you? Who wouldn't be pissed off that moment, mine? Well, if anything we know, mine give killer frogs a lethal dose of indigestion. Susano's given the go-ahead from the agenda to use his trunk card and transform into a more powerful form. Gain by gain from using the agenda's life force, which she stated that if used three times, it would actually kill her, and he kills Desugu. Hmm, nice DVZ reference right there. He is now the power warrior of the Saya people. Tree of Might reference from the Malaysian dub people. <laughs> <laughs> In a desperate attempt, Bo throws his imperial arm, known as Rubicante, upward and detonated. Way to go for the gusto. I think, you know, now that you think about it, I believe that is where Tom got his friggin' inspiration to, you know, to do the self-detonation to take out the intruder. Well, obviously yeah. he watches the videos before they air. Exactly. Yeah, Bo had decided to come become a suicide bomber. Dude, not a good look considering what we see in the news these days. Way to make a statement, Bo's. Way to make a statement. Oof. And he intends to use this mass explosion to kill Akami and Leone. And we end right there. Mm-hmm. Lots of fighting in this episode. Yes, it was. And, uh, 
boy. <laughs> what Chelsea did to that one guy was uh, was pretty rough, but uh, got to do what you got to do on the battlefield. Yeah, it, it really was. And the fact that she knew that even though this dude was, like, dead, he still had some emotional attachment to, like, another tribesman when she was disguised as one. But, man, she took off, like, a little punk-ass man to let the rest of the time. I was like, okay. That's what yeah. she do. Well, yeah. yeah. She's a saboteur. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> I give her that, though, man. She is cute, though, man. I, I, I love Chelsea. Yeah, she's real cute. I know, man. She has a nice set of boobs to be kind of yeah. on the yeah. Should they really be using Susano's trump card at this instance? Because you only got three of those things kind of kind of dangerous. Oh, yeah, you didn't mention that uh, Esdeath's crew bumped into a bunch of thugs. Oh, well, you know, that wasn't real all that important to me, man. It no, was, it's you, know, you know, all the things she said was, you know, make mince meat of them for the most part. Leave a couple leave, just well, injured. You know, so leaving for me, so you know she's gonna do some interrogating. You know, yeah. I'm telling you, man, she's like my perfect waifu, man. She's like <laughs> sexy, big boobs, and on a psychopathic just trip, man. You know, you just gotta tame that, man. You don't stick your dick in crazy. Unfortunately, I have caboose, and <laughs> I live for danger. And he to tell about it. Exactly. Well, that's good. Yeah, well, except I almost got hit, you know, crossing the street one day coming from class. She mm. saw me on the street and sped up. Uh-oh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, not a whole lot of uh, Toonami Talkbacks for this thing. No, I, I, I scoured, but I couldn't find much that were particularly good. So uh, here we go. Uh, at Zag the Human wrote in, Don't worry about Leone. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> Similarly, uh, at Gamer for Life one two three wrote in, Leone is going to regenerate her arm. Uh, well, never mind. No, she just cauterized the wound and stopped the bleeding. That's it. That, I was kind of hoping that she would grow it back Piccolo style. Yeah, I thought she was too, but then I. And then she just closes the wound. Oh well, okay then. Well, she is the one arm furious furry now. Hey, like, what is it going to take to um, fight Karuma? Karuma. Hey, Tom don't need no arm. Leone don't need no arm. No arm. Yeah. Dude, it was just way too many similarities between this and True Episode and Akami Got Killed this week, man. That's interesting, yes. It just uh, works. Yeah. Coincidence? Way to go. Maybe. Really, I think all the shows have, like, definitely a lot of similarities of what's going on with the hmm. block. Perhaps, perhaps. And Lord Terminal wrote in, wow, first Tom, now Bowles. A lot of people blowing themselves up this week. Yeah, man, it's just a tendency to be a suicide bomber, I tell you. I don't think Bulls blew himself up, because he threw it really high in the air, or, or rather, far away from him. But, uh, I guess we'll see. Man, also, is... Lubbock, why you gotta be, like, dropping those death flags? It's like, I'm gonna tell her how I feel after this battle. It's like, no, man, don't, 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 do it. don't say that. Dude, he should have been like, "Ninja, man, I'm done with this shit. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this anymore." Also, I'm not why sure. is he worried about Susano? Susano's like, I mean, I suppose they could have relationships. Dude, he's a humanoid friggin' imperial arms. He's not gonna it's... stop your romance, and he'd help you out if you wanted. I don't know, man. Susano kind of OCD, man. So, like, yeah, the gender, he is. The gender would have to be like in a perfect position for him to even 
think about coitus. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're move, move a little bit to the left. No, no, no. Back. The symmetry's back, off. Back, the symmetry's back off. Back to the right. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't do this. And Lovett comes in for the score. Yeah, sure. You know, he'll, 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 he'll get the scraps. I guess. Might as well, dude. Ain't nothing wrong with picking up the scraps. Hey, great moments in hookup history, man. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, and well, at the end of this, it's uh, it's not looking too good for Karume, but we'll we'll see what happens. Most of them puppets got got taken out. Uh, you know, she is a cookie monster, mm-hmm. and she's a necromancer. Yeah. Also, man, that girl's crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> good grief. But like, that's oh, but stuff. he's my very special friend. I want to keep him with me forever and ever. It's Elmira in anime form. Yeah, the completely warped and psychotic version. Yeah, exactly. I'll hug him and squeeze him and please him. And... Necromancing for the rest of my life. Yeesh. Just uh, and... more than a little disturbing. <laughs> So we're going to move right along to the Parasite episode recap. You get to know, know it's how we Parasite episode 9. Beyond Good and Evil, not to be confused with the video game. Shimada bumps into Kana and Mitsuo. Mitsuo challenges Shimada, and that ends about as well as you'd expect. <laughs> Yuko notices Shimada from a distance and hides and blushes when he notices, because she's got crush. <laughs> we flash back to Shinichi and Satome bumping into each other after their entrance exam, where we witness the origin of... Murano's catchphrase, Are you Shinichi Izumi? Returning to the present, Shinichi is looking at the very board where they had those test results posted, and he shares an awkward look with Satome before she walks on. Shimada senses a weak signal from Migi and tries to get his attention with murderous intent, but curiously, Shinichi does not react. This gets Shimada thinking. Yuko spaces out, thinking of Shimada... And uh, her friend Akiko catches her. Akiko says that Hide Shimada is almost too perfect. Almost like he's fake. And this gets Yuko thinking. Shinichi's father discusses the parasite situation with some suits, who tell his father not to say anything to avoid a widespread panic about a few thousand violently dangerous killers roaming around the country. They hand him a sketch, and he confirms it's the kind of creature that killed his wife. Meanwhile, Tamiya and another parasite discuss the purpose of their kind, and the parasite states, the other parasite states, that the human race has become toxic to the planet, and that has created a need for balance. Now this has Tamiya being rather conflicted with the idea that the baby that she is nurturing within her is some kind of poison. We're finally starting to see Tamiya develop a little humanity, which is interesting. 
Shinichi has a discussion with his father in which his father tells him about the parasite and what really happened to his mother. Shinichi chooses not to divulge anything that he knows about the parasites or about Migi and his own experience. Yuko comes home and finds her brother, the police sketch artist, sleeping on the couch next to his sketchbook. She notices a sketch of a monster, it's the parasite, but her brother hides what it really is. She asks him what he can read about the personality of Shimada based on the drawing that she made, but he replies that it doesn't really work that way. The next day, Yuko witnesses Shimada get hit by a baseball and have his head dented, but isn't sure what she saw because his head was just fine moments later. Shinichi attempts to patch things up with Satome, but he's interrupted by Migi, who tells him that Shimada is about to fight. Shimada is shocked by Shinichi's ability to jump over a whole wall. Shinichi calls out the group's leader, who tries to take a swing at him, but Shinichi isn't phased while the boss loses his nerve immediately. And that's a great little exchange. <laughs> Shinichi bumps into Satome when he returns to school. He grabs her hand when Shimada walks up. Shimada asks about the previous altercation, confusing Satome even further, with talk of a uh, special friend helping Shinichi beat the tar out of those guys. Shinichi accidentally grips her too hard, and Satome tells Shinichi that he's changed a lot, and he admits that he has. When she asks her catchphrase once more, he tells her to shut up. Yeah, you put your woman in check, boy. Yuko stalks Shimada a bit and sees his face change. She asks her brother to come clean about the creature on the sketch. She confronts Shimada later by herself in a classroom during school the next day. Once Shimada realizes that Yuko knows what she knows, he prepares to attack. Shimada's murderous intent alerts Migi, who tells Shinichi, causing him to make a sudden outburst in the middle of class. And that's is where the cliffhanger ends. Doggone cliffhangers. Darn you, Parasite! Why do you do us like this? Always with the dang cliffhangers. I know. <laughs> and what did we learn from this? Uh, well, careful who you stalk, kids. <laughs> <laughs> because you might not get what you want. Y yeah, uh, def definitely. But it's okay if I stalk you right, babe. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Awesome. I'll be standing outside your window tonight with the Other Bay is sending me a package soon. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's okay. We have joint custody of you. Oh, I don't know. I see. Mm-hmm. All right. This was a very interesting episode of Parasite. We get to see more of Shinichi's total change in personality and the way that he reacts to situations. Like, he, he's not wigged out by anything. I should mention... That there is a cute little scene where Migi tries to comfort Shinichi about uh, yeah. freaking out Satome. So like, yeah, as far as I know, dude, you're you're way better now. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like uh, Migi is taking the role of Shinichi, and Shinichi is now the new Migi. That's uh, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> that moment when Satome's freaking out at him, and he's like, well, I don't know, what's wrong? <laughs> Dude, you have no ability to read the room anymore. <laughs> you can only sense people's power levels. <laughs> which is how he knew who the boss was. He's a human scouter now. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's uh, definitely, definitely a different personality. And he's all like, well, I changed. She's like, you're forcing it. It's like, I'm not forcing it. It's like, how could you change that much? It's like, I don't know, people change. Now, Satomi, let's not forget all the stuff that you know that he's been through. That kind yeah. of thing does tend to make people act differently. So yeah, does. there's how well did she even know Shinichi before this point? I feel like not super well. So No, she admired him from mm. afar, if you may look at it, and she thought that he was just a nice little sensitive dude, and I think she liked that little vulnerable part about him. Oh uh, yeah, she she did like that. So she's uh oddly enough not into the bad boy, but we know who is. Kinda. Mm-hmm. Kinda like them bad boys. Yeah. Nice bad boys. And what is this Mitsuo guy gonna take the hint? <laughs> Seriously. How many times your ass gotta get beat before you stop? <laughs> I don't know, man. Dude, after the first time, I probably would have stopped unless I just powered up, man. Yeah, like, glutton for punishment. That's for sure. Yeah. It seems like people like him are just glutton for punishment. Like, yeah. dude, you keep getting your ass kicked. Stop it! <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's not tenacity, man. It's not even Yu Yu Hakusho Kuwabara tenacity. It's just plain stupidity on his part. <laughs> well, yeah, because Kuwabara always fought for honor. This guy, no. Yeah. He has no honor. He's just got a chip on his shoulder, and he, he wants to take it out on people, and he, he can't because of that. It's like, well, I hope you enjoyed those licks you got in on Shinichi before, because you ain't gonna get no more. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like the comeuppance, man. Like, once upon a time, you're the weak dude, and then everybody's bullying, but then all of a sudden, one day things change when you get stronger, and then you just beat the hell out of everybody. Yep. That's when Shinichi stopped skipping leg day. Yep. <laughs> and now he, he never... can jump over a wall. Oh. In a single bound. And uh, Shimada's uh, pretty confused by all of that, both by the inability to sense Migi and also the incredible physical prowess that Shinichi has shown. And he just doesn't understand how that could have happened. And yeah, that makes sense. He's certainly never come up to a parasite with that kind of ability before. But I'm, I'm sure he can put two and two together. Whatever. Yeah, I would love that kind of power, man. But not lose my emotions in the process. No one man should have that much power. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a sucky trade off. I know. Mm-hmm. It's like I can't read emotions anymore. Well, it's, it's what happens whenever your mom pierces your heart. Good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She literally broke his heart. <laughs> yeah, among other things. Well, Toonami Talkbacks. Yay! Joshua Knighton writes in, The human race has now become toxic to the planet Earth. Dang, so much for the Paris climate control talks. Mm. No. Andy Yahoo writes in, Are you really Shinichi? Shut up! Shinichi, you can read my mind, man. Jeez, she's asked that same question how many times? Too many damn times. Too many times. But in an alternative opinion, at E. Johnson Chelsea writes in, Way to go, Shinichi. Tell the girl you love to shut up. 
Oh, don't worry. They're going to have great makeup sex after that. <laughs> Even if Shinichi's emotionless. So it's going to be like British sex. Almost. Almost. There we are. Well done. I think I'll write this down in my journal now as an experience and give you a copy of it later. Maybe you can critique it and tell me how I was about my performance. And Michael Morse has this to say about uh, Shimada. He looks trustworthy. Let's go talk to him alone, Yuko. Yep. Never do nope. that. Bad idea. Bad idea. And Jefferson Craig. Side effects of taking the Parasite brand drugs. Inability to cry. Proneness to throw dead dogs in trash. And Asperger's Syndrome. That was just cold with the last one, man. I know people with Asperger's, man. But I get where you're coming from. I would have gone with Tourette's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the middle of class, it's like, whoa, Shinichi, chill out, man. What was, what was that even for? I'm sorry, I have the Tourette's. Yeah. Or at least night terrors in the daytime. Yeah, honestly, I do kind of see the uh, the comparison to Asperger's syndrome. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. I would have just said all emo. But then again, you got to have some emotion. No, he ain't emo because he doesn't have nah. the emotion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to wait a couple of weeks to see what happens next because darn those cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. What you going to do? Wham, marathons, crybabies, call the wambulance. Wham! Yeah, if we got a marathon, and that means we had a marathon promo, which, Woo-hoo. you know, they say on pre-flight that DBC promos are just the easiest things to cut because it's just guys screaming and hitting each other. And, yeah. Yeah. But they always turn out well. And plus, you know, they've they've had they've had experience with DBC because uh, you know oh, yeah. it's been on the air forever. Very smart of them to promote this specifically as Goku versus Frieza. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a shame that it doesn't actually end the fight, but it gets close. It's the meat of it, for sure. And Michiko and Hachin has come to an end. And some folks wanted to chime in about that. Mm-hmm. So we let him. Yay. Andy Yahoo writes in, So what have we learned from Michiko and Hachin? Well, for starters, men are douchebags. That's a lie. I'm not a douchebag. Yeah, but... Most of the male characters in that show were definitely yeah. douchebags. Yeah, they were. In that show, they were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Satoshi. Friggin', um... Well, yeah. Can you, yeah. can you... Like, I can only think of one, like, not scummy guy in that show, and that was the... the Urban flam- dude. The flamboyant guy. What, Urban dude? Oh, my dude? God, Michiko! What, what other... Oh, the, also the, Ur- like, the chef. The yeah, chef. the chef. So there was the chef. So, and then the Urkel dude who actually liked the other chick. Uh, yeah, but he'll probably grow up to be a douche. <laughs> yeah, at this point, man. <laughs> I don't know. Ow! We, we've seen what happens to kids What's who grow up Urkel? in this environment. Always an Urkel. Uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, there, there were a few more peppered in there, but the majority... Of the men in that show were at least not particularly good people. Yeah, especially that priest, man. 
Oh, okay. I thought I thought of another one. That uh, that cross-dressing guy who helped. Uh, who oh helped yeah. In that one situation, yeah, that guy. Uh huh. Yeah. That that guy was good. And you know the the movie star guy wasn't bad. He wasn't. Yeah. I mean, he actually, you know, he lied for Hodgin to Michiko, yeah. so he, was, he did a solid. Yeah. He was. But yeah, the majority of the guys are just terrible. In that yeah, show. They were just, just just yeah. awful. <laughs> And on a similar note, in Inuyasha-san 87, who has never been a big fan of Michiko and Hachin, by any means, says, What did Michiko and Hachin teach us? That Hiroshi was and always will be a dick. Yeah. 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 He'll at least always be a runner. Yeah, he's a Rolling Stone, man. Hachin like didn't need that douche. No, she didn't. But at least she got to know who her pops was. Yeah. She got to meet her pops, she got to see that he was pretty worthless, and that was all she needed to know. Yeah, he really was worthless, man. Mm-hmm. Even Satoshi had better qualities, man. Yeah. Satoshi was a badass, but he went out like a bitch. No, he went out like a G, man. He he went out like, look here, look here, he may have not, you know, he got shot up pretty bad, man, but look here. He died the way he lived, man. Mm, Karma comes back to you. Yeah. That's true. So it was a fitting death. Ed Gamer for Life 123 writes in, it's all about the journey, not the destination. I agree. Good I agree with that. Yeah. But I do feel like this was a satisfying ending. Because yeah, it was. I didn't want a storybook ending out of this show. I didn't want to be like, oh, I finally found Hiroshi, and now we're all happy ever after. Because like, Hiroshi, obviously he wasn't that interested in... In any of that, so he wasn't a goal worth finding. Nah, <laughs> you know, you know, he was kind of like the the focus point for a little bit. But as the story progressed, man, what you started to see was how much Michiko and Hana actually relied on each other, how much they really did need each other. Though mm-hmm. that's what it really comes down to. You know, Hiroshi at that point became just a moot point. Yeah, and props to Michiko for doing the right thing. Yep. And kind of mad that even after Hana had a bitch, her boobs didn't get bigger. (laughs) Where's the friggin' hormone kick in, man? Eh, never grew that hair out either. Yeah, never grew it out. It's okay, though. Mm -hmm. Oh, and uh, speaking of more deadbeat dads. (laughs) (laughs) Great, yeah. Yeah. Fully expected. Javison Craig writes in, too bad we don't find out if drunk Hana's dancing ever improved. She had sex, it improved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a theory. Hey, it actually does improve it, man. Mm. <laughs> Joshua Knighton writes in, Michiko and Hachid, proof that a non-shonen, roughly 20 episode anime can be a success on Toonami. And it was. It was good. Yeah. I mean, it was was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, it was, like I said, Brazilian bebop. The music was very good, especially that one. um, Yeah. Especially the one where she met the guy, you know, that was already married. The music in that episode was just so good. That that episode was just, it was just so chill. I know, man. It was like it gave you a break from all the craziness, but it was like it mellowed you out to the point like, Man. I, can't, I can't think of a more mellow episode of a show. 
Really? No, dude, that was mellow, and it it just made sense. Yeah. I mean, for what it was. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just goes to show, like, hey, you know, people tend to be obsessed with what they want, man, because mm-hmm. for a second, man, oh, boy, I had a dick whip, man, and she was just reconsidering not even looking at the Hiroshi no more. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Gives you a little perspective, but for the most part, I just saw this being chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the final stretch of the show is is, is really good overall. And you yeah. you get you get some great interaction between Hana and Hiroshi and see that he's pretty much the male Michiko. <laughs> At least he didn't hit her. Yeah. That's true. He didn't uh, hit Hana. Michiko hit her every goddamn chance she got, man. I'm like, that's a black mama for you right there. Uh-huh. Give me lip. Don't talk back to me. Go wash your hair. Smell like ass. Well, I ain't gonna lie. That sounds like something my mom would have said, though, man. <laughs> yeah, Hiroshi's personality, it doesn't really fit, like, the type of person that would slap a child. You mean Satoshi? Satoshi? No, Satoshi would slap somebody. Hiroshi wouldn't. Did I say Hiroshi initially? I, I no, meant Satoshi. Says, I said Hiroshi. Yeah, so no, Hiroshi doesn't seem like he would do anything. No, Satoshi would. Hey, look at dude. When Satoshi farted in the bed with Hana, man, <laughs> I was, I mean, scratching his ass and his balls, man. Come on, you know that's a real dude right there. Oh yeah. I mean, he just had an NFG attitude. So, you, know, you know what? I gotta sleep, and I don't want to sleep with pants on. So. <laughs> at least he did bring a food, but I was like, man, no, nah, I don't even want to touch that, man. You just nasty. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Yeah. We got a couple of uh, longer responses. The first one from Mr. Don East. So that was Michiko and Hachin. How was it? Uh, I know I'm going to get flack for this, but I lost interest about halfway through. I think it's how dark and cynical it gets to the point of having darkness-induced audience apathy kick in. Uh, sure that that was one from TV Tropes. Yeah. Everyone is mean to Hachin, even Michiko at times. There's just so much a man can take before he just stops caring. I mean, the animation the voice actors are good, but it feels like something bad happened every episode. I wouldn't recommend it to those who are more optimistic. I honestly am surprised at how well it did in the ratings. Dude, it's called a human perspective yeah. of, of like what actually happens in real life. I like the fact that it wasn't sugar-coated and bubblegum. Mm-hmm. This is like this is actually like a real-life scenario of stuff that actually does happen in the real world. So, to each his own with your opinion, <laughs> but I'm just going to have to tell you to just cram that one, dude. You're so greatly mistaken with this one. This was actually a very good anime, and yeah, I had recommended to a whole bunch of people, and after they watched it, they actually was like, why did you not introduce this to me sooner? I actually got punched by a friend for not doing that, dude. <laughs> she literally punched me in the stomach, to which I laughed. <laughs> but she punched me, though. <laughs> what you doing not showing me this sooner? Oh, yeah, because she enjoyed it. She was like, she liked that it had uh, two strong female main characters. And she liked the fact that, you know, even though Michiko had this um attachment to Hiroshi, 
you know, eventually she started to kind of just see, like, Hiroshi's not really one for it, but they were strong characters that didn't really need a man to take care of them or save them. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, man, Michiko could actually throw some blows, man. Look what she did to Hasuko and a whole bunch of other people, man. I mean, she took it as well as she gave it, though. Because, mm-hmm. boy, she got bladed up a couple of times. That's a bad chick. <laughs> All right, and this, an email from Artorelia. Michiko and Hachin is different compared to other animes out there, but from beginning to end, it was a blast. Having said that, I don't know if this is something I'd rewatch. The story was interesting. It takes place in Brazil, well, not Brazil, where we meet Michiko, a troublemaker with a criminal background, and Hachin, daughter of Michiko, not, not per se, who both set out to look for Hachin's father. One thing I like about this anime is that you get to see different culture a different country, etc. Also, the side stuff was fun to watch, but after a while, I felt that I wanted to see more of the main plot instead of the standalone episodes. Monica Rial did a great job voice acting her character, Michiko, as did many of the other character voices. Some of the characters I found kind of hard to understand, i.e. what their motives were, if they were good or bad, or why they did this or that. But still, it was fun watching them. Michiko and Hachin is not bad at all. True. Some may not like it as much as others, but I think if you want to watch something different, then watch this. The characters are interesting and the plot is good, despite the side stories. Basically, a solid anime overall. Well put. Mm-hmm. Didn't really explain why you wouldn't want to rewatch it, but okay. It probably just was not cup of tea, that's all. If I were to rewatch it, I would probably just skip over the filler episodes. Filler? Uh, Caboose? Like, uh, <laughs> I, I said the F word, I'm sorry. Oh! No, that, that's, Side not, stories. That's, that's not the worst F word. Uh, I know the worst F word, but I'm not going to say it at all. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Like, no. Yeah, like, I, the main plot is what, like, it, it drove me to, like, mm-hmm. enjoy the entire series from beginning to end i it was hands down one of some of the deviations were were it was a wild stories but uh, yeah it's it kind of it's kind of lacking in the middle i, I have to say it's it's kind of lacking in the middle it's yeah a strong start strong finish kind of it fills it off in the middle song just just okay in just the middle. a little bit but it was still good. But I actually enjoyed some of those side stories. Like I said, the river story, man, that was just laid back and chill. Yeah. But you forgot we got we had Watanabe doing that music though. Oh yeah, baby. So that music really brought it together. Absolutely. My, my only gripe was at the end that we didn't actually get to see middle aged Michiko. Yeah, that was the tease. It but... was. And she still had that jiggled up with them boobs. I'm sure. <laughs> you ain't got no jiggle. Well, yes, you do. Why do I keep getting this terrible lingerie? And why is it so big? <laughs> Return to sender. What? Terrible handwriting. <gasps> it's Michiko. <laughs> yeah. No. That's, so, that's hey. Good. It was a heartfelt reunion, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that that reunion, not 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 the other reunion. That one was just awkward. Yeah, well, at least she ain't slap her when she saw again, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and 
Michiko can cook, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, go figure. Uh, it's definitely a good series. I'm glad that Toonami played it. I'm glad it did well. And, yeah. I'm so glad. It's a nice change of pace. I'm glad me and Jim called it and pushed for it to be on Toonami. It, it was great. Props to you for not giving up the fight. No, I cannot back down on something that I have. I see potential in. And trust me, Jim pushed it before I did, but like when I saw it, I was on board. Because I actually saw the sub a long time ago, but when they said it was getting a dub, dude. So finishing up here, we have a couple of miscellaneous talkbacks. Uh, this one from Joshua Knighton regarding Naruto Shippuden. The humor of Shippuden is a lot like Tony Romo. It's okay sometimes, but 90% of the time it falls flat on its face. <laughs> With a dislocated joint. Ooh. <laughs> oh boy, Naruto filler. And Linda Cote wrote in regarding uh, kind of a follow-up to Samurai Jack's announcement, saying, I would ask then if Toonami is looking at more adding more American cartoons in the future. I miss Star Wars The Clone Wars. You know, I, I'm i sure that they are always looking for something that they can play, but <laughs> it's, uh... They got lucky that Samurai Jack's coming back. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I mean, what? how can I put it otherwise than uh, when life gives you lemons, you make more Samurai Jack. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but... I wouldn't say the book is closed on other possibilities there, though anything Star Wars is highly unlikely because of the yeah, Disney Disney. Yeah, Dog on you, Disney! Way to steal our dreams. Yeah, seriously. Because they had to, you know, yank Star Wars The Clone Wars mid-airing. Mm-hmm. Bummer that. Especially because it's, like, it's not airing anywhere, but I suppose it is on Netflix. So there's that. Uh, well, that will do it for the miscellaneous talkbacks, and we have talked enough. So let's get out of here. Yay. Have we? Yes. Yes, we have talked enough. Yes, we have. Oh. Oh, yeah. Especially you, Caboose. I know. You're, I'm you're so... such a chatty captain. You, you like. were actually pretty chatty this time. Good, good job. Yeah. 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 I like that. All right. You can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Tumblr and SoundCloud. Our Facebook is facebook.com backslash Podcast. Our Twitter is at Podcast, And our Tumblr is tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. SoundCloud.com backslash Podcast is where you can find all the episodes of the podcast. Like, yeah, everything. It would be great if you could uh, follow us, like us on SoundCloud, and you can also start commentating on the episodes on SoundCloud. We like that. It lets us know that you're listening. <laughs> you can also visit podcast.tsunamifaithful.com for all the episodes of the podcast, and uh, we're still working on moving over the other uh, Tsunami Faithful exclusives. Those should be on there as well, but if you can't find them there, they are definitely on ToonamiFaithful.com in the general feed of news and all of that. If you 
if you need help searching for it, you, you can search uh, Toonami Faithful Exclusive in the search bar. You should be able to find whatever. So let's get out of here, gentlemen. Caboose, where can they find you? They can find me on my Twitter, Tumblr, Ask.fm. Also, my Mixcloud that I just started. Yeah. Um, for, you know, my mixtapes. Because, yo, bro, check out my mixtape. Oh, you driving mixtapes now, son? Oh, heck yeah, I am. Huh? <laughs> Drop them hard. Yeah, you can follow me at Caboose Jr., wherever. Um, any social media site that I use. Um, you can even find me on my email, but, uh, you can find that at, uh, the Tsunami Digital Arsenal. If you feel like having a one-on-one conversation with me, that's fine. I'll just rest you on your Facebook. We don't talk about Facebook. No, we do not. No, we don't. <laughs> Mr. Durrell, where can they find you? Uh, you can always find me on Twitter at Ukami underscore Samurai 7. You can ask me questions at AskFM. That's ask.fm backslash Ukami 75. Please ask me questions. Something worthwhile, and also you can email me at derailmaddox at tsunamifaithful.com. But they never will. No, they won't. And you can find me at sketch1984 on Twitter, sketch1984.tumblr.com on Tumblr, and you can ask me questions at ask.fm backslash sketch1984. If you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you can direct those to my emails sketch at tsunamifaithful.com and podcast at tsunamifaithful.com thank you very much for listening each and every week we definitely appreciate your patronage we're out deuces Some die in the way of the samurai. Some